Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Guys, today we're going to kind of slow it back down and take it into a slightly more serious tone for today's episode. We're going to keep the nerd, we're going to keep the Marvel, but we're going to be acknowledging the deep loss we've had in the nerd community, in the survivor and invisible illness community. And we're going to talk about fighting and legacy as well. Yes, we are. The Neuro Nerds are talking about invisible illness and the loss of Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther himself. Boom. Intro done. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Hey guys. Semi somber episode. Now again, I don't want to be too somber because let's be honest, there's been a lot of those, a lot of somber episodes of late. 2020, y'all. That's the theme. <laughs> Blame 2020. But I do want to take a second to talk about Mr. Chadwick Boseman, the passing of the superstar, the Black Panther himself. It was it was pretty shocking. It affected me a lot, you know, and I can only imagine what it's done to the kids. You know what I mean? Like he was really a champion for children, you know, especially children of color out there because he's let people know, hey, not only can you be a baseball player when he played Jackie Robinson, he's like, not only can you be an amazing singer when he played, oh my gosh, James Brown, the Lauren Manzano of music, eh? because he's a, <laughs> but he also taught you that you could be king. You know, it, it was, it was just such an important role. It was uh, a huge loss for the the nerd community. It was a huge loss for the world because I mean he was pretty amazing from what I I've seen of him. Like as, he was just an amazing person and so young. Him and I exact same age. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, and there might be some of you out there. So Chadwick Boseman died on August twenty eighth, twenty twenty, and he died from fourth stage colon. Yeah, he had colon cancer. It has one of the highest mortality rates, I believe, for men, and it's one of the most aggressive. I had an uncle who died from it as well, so oh, y'all got to get checked. That's our PSA as well. 
as a guy, mm-hmm. it's not comfortable. I haven't done it yet, but it's it's on the docket. Like especially like I don't know when things are a little bit more. I'm doing the quote fingers normal ish, mm-hmm. and I have to go to the doctor. I'm gonna get the finger. I am. I have to because that's what we do as dudes. And me being a dude in his forties, like I gotta get that have that uncomfortable moment with my doctor where he's like, okay, well this is gonna happen. It's weird. It's gonna be uncomfortable, but it's necessary, you know, because detection is, is is huge we we need to know and with chadwick this all happened within what was it four years yeah i believe he was diagnosed in 2016 with stage three and he filmed many of his big films the ones at least of the last couple years while in treatment and going through trying to recover from all this and he even suffered some online bullying because he was he was so ill that he lost weight so people were teasing him online again this is why we always tell people that you know you never know people's journey or people's recovery or what people have which is going in later into our invisible illnesses but that's where it's like there's no reason for anyone to be unkind if you don't have anything nice to say keep your damn mouth shut or bat widow will come kill you yeah no that's serious yeah but like seriously (laughs) if you ever like i don't understand what drives people to have like cruel or rude things and then have like the gall to type it out and send it to a stranger that doesn't know you and even to someone that you know like keep your mouth shut but you know golden rule if you have nothing nice to say don't say it don't earn yourself that negative karma in the bank guys because seriously there's no need look People are dicks. And I, I, not all people. There's a nice chunk of the population. People are just dicks. Mm-hmm. They're mean. They're nasty. But the reality is, if you take a step back and you, oh my God, these are these horrific, disgusting things. Who would say these things? Sad people say these things. People who are hurt, people who are really miserable with themselves. And they make themselves feel better by saying awful, disgusting things to other people. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, I made that person feel just as bad as I feel inside. So when people say these awful things, at first it's like, oh my God, why would you say that? Like if it's personal at me, it's like, oh, why would, oh my God, that's so mean to me. I don't even see it as mean. I feel bad for that person. I feel bad that that person has to say these awful, disgusting things to make themselves feel anything. You know, I just feel bad. I pity them. But that takes a special kind of awareness to be able to take that step back from your own offense or defensiveness or hurt when someone insults you. And it's very true when they say that hurt people hurt people. So again, yes, things that people say about you, it's more about them than it is about you. Very true. But that does not negate the fact that that did hurt your feelings or that wasn't appropriate to say. And we all strive to get to the point where we can recognize and move on from our own hurt and take a step back and be like, this is actually not about me. Most people don't get there. And then especially in our community, not all of us uh, have the capacity to get there yet or working on there. You can go back and forth. So yes, like Joe says, like recognize that that person, it's not about you, but also recognize like it sucks that someone says that and, you know, don't deserve it. Right. No, for sure. Look, if you're a good person, you're a good person. If somebody's saying awful things to you, it's not about you really, unless you're an awful person, (laughs) if you're an awful person, awful things are going to be said about you. That's why they say all the things about me. 
they say amazing <laughs> things about you because when they don't they're not here for very much longer <laughs> but yeah it, it is it's a reflection of the other side it's taken me my entire adulthood to figure that out you know and now i think i'm in a pretty good place where if somebody's saying something awful i'm like you know i don't have to respond back to that like i don't which is probably the best thing you're you're feeding into these people they're saying things because they want attention because they're very sad individuals now if you give them attention yeah more things are going to happen now some people have this argument well you have to educate them and you have to this no you don't actually you really don't you don't have the responsibility you, yeah you don't you have a responsibility to yourself and if you're putting that mental energy into these awful, disgusting garbage people, you don't have enough bandwidth to give to the people who actually deserve that love, care and attention, you know? So just kind of like, eh, I don't really need to see that. And then just move on with your amazing, beautiful life and let those people be the sad, miserable, disgusting garbage people that they are until they decide to evolve and turn into a beautiful butterfly like us. Well, I remember when we talked about your own mental health during 2020, including muting and booting it. That also yes. that also in, includes deleting comments, guys. So if someone posts something nasty or mean on any of your posts, delete it. Who gives a shit? Someone did that to someone I know where they they were like, oh, you deleted my – they responded, oh, you deleted my comment. You can't handle it. So I, she just responded, yep, and left that there. Because what do you do? <laughs> What's that person going to do after they've tried to – make this provocative statement because they're trying to get a certain reaction and you're just like, yeah, even though, you know, you're like, I can handle it. It's a way to shut them down. And then the person didn't post anything because they were like, uh, where do I go? Nowhere. That's the online version of saying, what are you an idiot? Have you ever done that to somebody? Have you ever said, what are you an idiot? Cause if you say that, to be honest, it's the perfect thing to say because if they say nothing, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you just shut them down. But if they say no, you just sound like an idiot. There's no proper way to respond back to, what are you, an idiot? It's, it's, it's perfect. The equivalent is when people say disparagingly, oh, so are you like a stripper? And I'm like, oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> they don't know what to do with don't that. Don't be rude, people. They don't know what to yeah, do with don't that. Don't be rude, people. People try to insult me with that. It's not an insult. It's a job. I've gotten close to that, but you know, so it's not an insult to me. I'm like, I'm just like, oh my God, I wish. And then they don't know what to do. If it insulted you, there would be like, oh wow, there's some, there's something there. Exactly. There's something there's deep. There's an insecurity there. There's not. There's not. There, you don't have any insecurities. Well, at least not that, and we're not going to share at all. <laughs> I don't know if my future supervillain or nemesis is listening on to here because I might be the the villain. But I don't know who's on here. I don't need to be giving away my secrets. Yeah. So somehow you're going to split in two and fight yourself in the future. I don't know how that's possible, but it's going to happen. Oh, what if I was already sent back into the future and I'm here in 2020 and I'm supposed to do something about this? How are you both Sarah Connor and a T-1000? It's really weird. That was me split. Let's go back to chat. <laughs> Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. 
people are mean. And look, the, the thing is, there was even this dude that worked with him on his last movie, The, the Five Bloods or something. It's on Netflix. I think it's a Spike Lee movie. I'm not 100% sure. No, whatever. 20, Clearly, isn't it 21 Blood? Something Blood. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> so, 21 Blood. One of the dudes was like, you know, he's like, I just want to. He didn't even say anything publicly. He just said it in private to like his people. He was like, yeah, Chadwick, I thought he was a prima donna because he would show up to set and he had a masseuse mm-hmm. massaging his legs mm-hmm. and his feet. And he's like, he had people there like his nutritionist. And he was like, oh, this guy's a diva. He's like, no, he was trying to stay alive. He was literally just trying to live. He felt bad because he had no idea because he kept his cancer to himself. He's a very private person, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But that being said, be just be kind to people. You don't know what they're going through, you know? And I'm sure even when he was uh, uh, being massaged and having somebody cook for him and having his people around him, even with that, I'm sure he was a very kind person. Yeah, I've only heard that he was a kind person, went out of his way to be nice to people, that he was a hard worker. That's all I have heard from anyone posting about him. He was the king through and through, you know, and and he it, so full disclosure, I cried when I heard the news. I did. You know, it, it's I, I'm a huge obviously I'm a huge Marvel nerd, but I'm also a huge uh, one of my, my first love in sports was baseball. And he played Jackie Robinson, which was like huge. I'm a huge fan of music. He played James Brown. He like played everyone. You know, it's it's he was such he played such iconic figures and he did so much for the black community. He just did so much for the world in his craft. And the sad part is he had so much more to give. That's what was crazy. He was so young. But I think something really important to take away when we think about, oh, he was so young and, you know, there was so much left. Imagine he threw himself into all these films and movies, though he knew he was so ill because he knew his time was finite. I think he knew he was going to die. And so he was like, I'm just going to make my mark and do what I can now. And I think that's a great reminder for us in this community, right? Because we've kind of had that little moment, that scare that we talked about last time, acknowledging the fact that death was imminent for us. And it's a reminder that tomorrow is not guaranteed. And we should channel a bit of T'Challa, a bit of Chadwick in like, if we have dreams and goals, like we need to do it because tomorrow is not guaranteed. We've already had our first like go around the, the like the, the monopoly board, you know, collect $200 kind of thing, you know, uh, don't pass go. We passed go. Yeah, we did. We could have not <laughs> passed did. go, but we did. So this is, it's a reminder. Definitely a reminder. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent a reminder. And man, I, I think that gives me like the extra little motivation to like keep on pushing mm-hmm. always, you know? And I think that's why I'm so like passionate and, and adamant about helping out the community mm-hmm. because I know what it's like so I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, oh, because we celebrated our three year, you know, uh, uh, record anniversary, Right. And uh, she was like, sure. so. So after like your first year, that's when you met Lauren and you started. I was like, yeah, that first year sucked. It sucked so bad. There was nothing really memorable about it. There wasn't. It was just me getting through my days, even though, yes, I survived. That was the year of survival. Because I wasn't really living. I was just like, I was getting my my mind, my body back. It was, again, I, I stress this every single time. It was the loneliest year of my life. It was so fucking lonely. It really was. And I met you and everything changed. <laughs> but but it, it was hard because I, I kind of understand like when he got the news. And then, look, he got it in 2016. That's four years. I just celebrated my four-year stroke anniversary. 
that was crazy. We were the same age. That was crazy. He found out mm-hmm. he had colon cancer the same year that I had my stroke. So some really weird parallels, you know, and then he chose to dedicate his life to movies. Yes. But the movies that he chose were m- movies to better people, better mm-hmm. the black community. It was amazing. And I kind of I understand that because I want to better our community. I don't mm-hmm. want people to wait a year to talk to somebody that's going through the stuff. I want that to happen immediately. You know, I want to educate people. So hopefully at some point people will be like, oh, wow, I have this headache. I should probably go to the doctor. I should probably change the way that I eat. I should probably process some stuff instead of like holding it inside. And we can prevent strokes because once again, 80% of all strokes can be prevented. You know, it, it's very it just, true. It hit, it hit me hard and I cried like a little girl. I did. <laughs> Lauren, I cried. I'm a grown that's man, Lauren. Okay. I cry. <laughs> um, that's good. That means uh, we're reducing your toxic masculinity score. Good job. You damn right. There's no toxic masculinity in the neuro nerds. There's no, nothing but I positive, positive femininity. <laughs> I added a syllable. That's fine. We're good. But guys, this is like, I mean, again, we mourn the loss of, especially for those Mar- of us Marvel fans, like we lost T'Challa. Though it looks like Disney might be officially announcing that Shuri is going to take over the mantle, as she should, which is what happened in the comics. At first, I was trying to figure out like what they would do. I was wondering if they were going to bring Michael B. Jordan back in right. some capacity. I thought that. I thought yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's just weird. It, to me, it's going to be very strange how he went from disappearing right being snapped Mm -hmm. to coming back and then he's going to be gone again so that's going to be some interesting like creative writing that they're going to have to do but i'm 100 and and it's not just because he passed at some point shuri was going to be the black panther they were laying the groundwork they even laid the groundwork when she was working on a suit for him Mm -hmm. there was little seeds that were being planted so they're just you know expediting that process like it's expediting expediting expedi- expediting the, the process like it's happening a couple of years sooner than it would and i'm i'm here for it because i love shuri so there is again there will be a legacy like they're saying that shuri or leticia wright will do for young black girls what chadwick did oh my for young black really boys is. for heroes wow. right which is beautiful right but i think the the bigger subject at least relating definitely to our community beyond our loss is a discussion about invisible illnesses. Again, cancer is an invisible illness for a lot of people and their survivors in recovery as well. But, you know, for our community, by the nature of our injuries is invisible because we can't look into people's brains. Yeah, that, that's that's true. We've, um, you know, we've touched on it before. Somebody who has something physically wrong with them, if they're in a wheelchair, if they have crutches, if they have like a brace on their arm. Oh, that person has, you know, something that they're working through, right? They're injured of some sort. Yeah, they 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 have a physical thing. With the brain, you can't tell. I've been struggling with that of late. I've been struggling with that like a lot of late because like I'm kind of a basket case in my own head and I'm having trouble like processing a lot of stuff out. So it, it's it's not easy. I go from zero to like 60. Now that seems like abrupt, right? It's not because I'm always hovering halfway there. That's what like people aren't understanding. Like, well, it's because you're not going zero to sixty; you're going thirty to sixty. Exactly, Lauren. Damn it! 
Yes. This is you get I know. it. You well, and get it. well, duh. Welcome to the neuro nerds. But like, <laughs> I even think of our community. I feel like those of us that are very invisible are those of us with concussions because those can't be seen. There is no test that will say you have a concussion that you can definitively prove. Again, this is why I had a debacle with my lawsuit because they claimed I was lying. Oh, because they were dicks. Yeah, fuck them. I hate them. But the only way that you can prove if there's a concussion is if you have a brain scan before injury and after. And I don't know a lot of people who regularly scan their brain. However, I now have a brain scan from after my injury. So if I get another one, God forbid, then I have a scan. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that, keep your let's, scans, hope guys. let's hope that's not. Yeah, for sure. Keep, keep your scans. It's just craziness. It's because, you know what? Screw those people, Lauren. <laughs> Yeah, if any uh, of you guys are out there and you've had those same issues, you are not alone when you have people trying to say that your illness didn't happen and you're making it up and you're fucking crazy. May, so, it makes yeah. you feel crazy. And, that's and like that's... the nature of invisible illnesses is people want to deny them because there is no physical proof. You can't see way, it. Exactly. They can't see people it. function in a world where it has to be tangible. There has to be some empirical proof that you are suffering because otherwise it just can't be real. Cause I think people can't handle, I, again, same thing with kind of like COVID you can't see the enemy, right? So the enemy is either a sickness like COVID or it's a brain injury. And we re- literally can't roll our eyes in the back of our head and see where we got injured. But people don't know how to handle that because then they can't defend against it or they can't prepare against it. And it's, so it's easier to s- accuse people of lying about something than it is to accept that you have to watch out for things you can't see. Yeah, no, it, it's it's rude. It's me. Look, you know what we're doing right now? We're breathing air. When's the last mm-hmm. time you saw air? <laughs> What's the last time you saw oxygen? You or know? music. <laughs> right. You hear music. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, can, can you, you don't it? see it. You can't grab mm-hmm. it, you know? Does that mean it doesn't exist? No, it's real. The invisible injuries, it's it sucks because a lot of us carry it. And mm-hmm. so I carry it a lot. but And that like leads into imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. I, I'm doing the quote fingers. Joe, you look so normal, which I hate. Oh, God, I hate that. Lauren, Everyone you look so normal. Everyone's like, oh, you're a pole dancer. Oh, you're a fitness professional. Oh, you do this. You can't have a brain injury. And I say, fuck you, because I do. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bossi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Neuro Boom. Boom. Neuro <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. Just because you do these amazing things, right, does not mean that horrible, horrific things are not going on with your mind, body, and soul. Think about people that we know. Tawny is an amazing mermaid. I think it was like mermaid day today or yesterday. And she swims and she had an aneurysm. And then we have Ree, who's this amazing twitch 
streamer who, by the way, we got to set up our FaceTime date. Re, if you're listening. Yeah, Re. Yeah, Re. I'm going to say it's the brain injury. But, you know, she does all this. And so we have Anushe and we have everyone in our community that does these amazing things. And Amelia Clark. Hello, mother of dragons. The mother of dragons herself. And, you know, okay, so like you're even saying that Chadwick Boseman, Mm -hmm. for years, his Mm -hmm. body was deteriorating. Mm-hmm. To where out of the blue, boom, he passed away. He his body just broke down. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew. This is every. I was completely shocked. Mm-hmm. Invisible illnesses. Mm-hmm. These are things that if you know, you never know who has what. So be kind to everybody. Compassion. It's not that hard, especially if you're. Sometimes I see. I would almost call it like friendly fire, where it's like some people with invisible illnesses, you know, sometimes it's a behavioral or a mental illness, try to develop some sort of hierarchy. And like my illness is worse than yours or my illness is better. I think especially in the community where it is invisible, regardless of what you have, I think our first, like first instinct we need to condition ourselves to is compassion versus competition or justification or even like questioning like we need to go into compassion for people and again think about karma guys if someone's claiming they have an invisible injury or an invisible illness and they tell you they do that's not on you to call them out if they're scamming a system there's things to catch the scam that's not your job your job just offer compassion and move on because you don't need that negative karma bank balance guys because that shit will come back and bite you people react to things differently Mm -hmm. and that's okay look you have michael jordan that lost i think it was his his dad right and then he came out and he had one of the greatest games he's ever had right uh i forget it was a base there was another one he lost somebody oh brett Favre. He, he found out his wife had cancer. The next day, he threw for four touchdowns, like 300 yards. It was crazy. His, I think, mother, somebody passed away, and he had another amazing game that week. There's other people who it's like, well, you know, so they wouldn't be able to function. Just we're all wired differently, you know? And the worst thing in the world to you may not be the worst thing in the world to me, you know? And the most devastating thing to you may be like, yeah, why is that a big deal? It's not a big deal to me, but it's not happening to me. So if it's happening to you and you're saying this is the biggest deal, I have to respect that to you, whatever is happening is the biggest deal in the world to you. And that, and that's okay. We just have to respect what other people are going through and what other people are feeling and not be like, well, this happened to me and they should. No, that's you're you're you dealt with it better than other people are dealing with whatever they're dealing or with differently or differently. I don't even want to say yeah. better words. I'm working on the words. Words are powerful. Not better, differently. You dealt with it differently, and that's okay. You know, we we just have to be a lot more compassionate. You're right. You know, just treat people with love, care, and respect, and and live your life. Also, stop worrying about what other people are doing. Worry about what you, worry about your damn self. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and it's very true because remember, guys, as I'm sure you can all relate, all of our recovery journeys are share similar themes. We go through similar things, but at the end of the day. Even though we're a community, it is our own unique journey. And by that nature, you're alone. So it is your own journey. It's very unique. And you have to, you know, accept that, that you're on your own path. So you are, it's like Mufasa showing Simba, like 
everything the light touches, right? We're ignoring the shadow because we don't need to go into hyena land. But, you know, <laughs> no, no. Show, showing, you know, he shows Simba, everything the light touches is their kingdom, right? And so it's like, okay, so now what is Simba going to do? How is Simba going to lead? How is Simba going to take charge from what his father did? So it's kind of like that. Like, here is how you recover all of this. We're not going to talk about the shadowy part. Nope, 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 nope. Nobody talks about darkness. Well, again, negativity is okay. Negative things are okay for balance, blah, 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 blah. Getting stuck there? Uh, nope, not doing it. <laughs> but it's the same thing. You're, here you're presented with this environment, this path. What are you going to do with it? And that is on you. Those are your choices and your decisions. Yeah, you, you can get stuck in, in whatever it is, or you can keep fighting to move past. I choose to keep fighting to move past. Now, I've actually caught a lot of shit for being as positive and 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 move forward as I can. I tried not to let it affect me, but, but it did. People would like hit me with, yeah, but you have full functionality in your arms and legs. I was like, whoa, that's true. But that doesn't mean that what I've gone through or continue to go through isn't a thing. Guys, your trauma is your trauma is your trauma. Yeah. You, you cannot compare apples to oranges you can't compare apples to elephants like it it is yes there is a spectrum and there are some horrific things that have happened to people and there's some devastating deficits that have happened to people but that does not invalidate what you have gone through yes like comparing myself to joe guys like my biggest deficits are i have anxiety and i forget words i had to go to therapy guys and it was the it was my lawyer mandated therapy hour and it was the most expensive therapy hour I've ever had in my life because it ended up costing me $5,000. But yep, for my settlement, but I am very grateful for that one hour because that therapist made me realize and helped me come to a conclusion that what I personally suffered, which most people would be like, well, you should be grateful. That's all you suffered. But for what I personally suffered was so traumatic. And what's the word? not an invalidation. It struck at the core of who I am and what I define myself as, as a human being, which is someone who's very smart and articulate and words are my entire life. And suddenly I couldn't remember words. Like that is literally the one of the most, it was probably like the top four most devastating things that could happen to me. But to someone else, that is something to be grateful for and something that wouldn't bother them. So that's why, again, your trauma is your trauma is your trauma. You can acknowledge that someone's having it tough. You can acknowledge that where they're at, you are grateful that that's not where you're at, but does not invalidate yours. Right. No, yeah, there could be somebody who, who doesn't write. I don't read. I don't write. So why is that a big deal? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not you. It's not mm-hmm. you. It's reading and writing and words is Lauren. You know, Hello, you, I read you, fan fiction every day. <laughs> She writes fan fiction. <laughs> Stucky and the goats. Come on, man. Let's know. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> but we look, I, I try not to compare. And I also, I do compare. I do. But I do it like in a different way. I'm not like, oh, I'll look at people like Noreen. Noreen's one of my closest friends. And she's never known what one side of her body's felt like. She just doesn't, you know, because she had her stroke at like two years old. I'll be having a day. Oh, it's just a day and nobody understands. Everything sucks and can't remember things. And I, I, I broke a glass because my hand couldn't grab. Oh, was, just have like those weird days. And then, you know, I'll be talking to her and she's just like, you know, I fought through and I did this and I did that. And I'm like, why am I complaining? Now, again, it doesn't diminish that these awful things like that I'm feeling because they're real to me. But the bigger picture is, you know what? I'm thankful 
that it's only these things, mm-hmm. you know, and then I look at Noreen, I'm like, you know what? That's what I strive to be. I strive to be in that good a headspace, even on bad days, you know, and and that's why I think the, the community is so important because we can, I don't know, help check each other. You know what sucks, though? People will kind of poke at me a little bit, you know, and I it, like that's where the survivor's guilt comes in. You why know? are they poking at you? Everyone else is scared of me. Yes, of course, Lauren. Who is going to say anything to you? I don't say anything. Okay. Are they poking at you in the comments or in DMs? DMs. Like people will will say, hey, you know, but you say this, but, and there's always that but, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, well, I can't walk and you're walking fine. And, and I'm like, yeah, but I have other things. And also you're not walking fine. Cool. How can we figure out a way to get you in a better place? Like, that's where I'm coming from, you know? Mm. <laughs> he lowered so defensive i love it <laughs> yeah that widow's coming for her damsel in distress y'all be nice in the dms you you heard you heard lauren <laughs> <laughs> thanks to our sponsor avid technology for providing us with the tools or should i say pro tools to record edit and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world try avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools yay yay I started a group, right, of women. Mm -hmm. It's all women. They all suffer from left side issues. Mm -hmm. So I I call it Helping Hand, and they're all helping each other stay motivated, hold each other accountable. And when I started the group, it's just me trying to, like, help out, like, the community in a different way. And then, like, once I started, I was like, wait, now, why did I do this? Like, I, I, my arms are fine. Like, I, 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 and I felt like an imposter in this group that I created for these women, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no. Yeah, I, I'm here. We suffered a stroke. I didn't have the physical deficits that they have, but I still want to be there to help connect these people and to help guide them through recovery, you know, and and just say you guys are amazing. You guys are inspiring because they are, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not like, hey, guys, look at me. I have both functional use of both arms. No, which you don't. I do. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I no. Don't. So, again, it's, acknowledge. Yeah. it's better. It's, it's, it, it's better. But I'm like. It's not great. A- after I put the canopy together, it has been honestly, it's been shit for the past like week. Yeah. <laughs> but again, invisible. Nobody notices these things. Exactly. You know, and it's also really embarrassing when people do notice. Speaking of me crying. Oh, my God. It's the worst. I was in occupational therapy and I had Kaylee, my amazing occupational therapist. And then there was Sim, who was an occupational therapist to like the kids who were there at the, during the sessions. And I had a bad tremor. Like my hand was tremoring and she looked at my hand. And she was like, why is your hand shaking? And I was like, oh, uh, uh." and before I can make an excuse, because I would just make an excuse, Kaylee was like, well, he has tremors. It's, you know, it does that. And I was like, oh, because even though she's my occupational therapist in my head, I immediately I was embarrassed because my occupational therapist knows that I have tremors in my hand. Of course she does. She's my Mm -hmm. therapist. But embarrassment kicked in because, like, I don't want people to see these things, even though it's her job to help me with these things. But anyways, that's it's just it's a, it's an invisible thing to me. And then when it's visible, it really sh- kind of shakes me to my core. It, it embarrassment kicks in frustration, shame, shame. It's such a weird thing. Shame kicks in. Why am I shame? Why am I ashamed of what happened to me? I'm here. You know, of course, I figure all this shit out afterwards. But during the in the moment, it sucks. And mm-hmm. then, like, I remember I posted a video. I had trouble eating like we're at a ramen joint. It was just bad. I couldn't even get the soup to my face. It was really bad. I was so hungry. I was just so hungry. And I just <laughs> wanted to eat normally. And I couldn't. It was the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, like I can imagine. 
the hardest part is that there's people were there. Of course. I don't want people to see that. Well, and when we have these struggles in, in public, right, in a public sphere, we always assume uh, that everyone is looking at us. And they're we not. assume not. It's like, you know, when you go to school and you had that pimple on your face and you swore everyone was just staring at that pimple all day, all day. And your teacher saw it and everyone, when they talked to you, everyone was just staring at it or like a mole, like from Austin Powers. <laughs> And everyone's going mole, 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 but no one is. No, that's true. People are selfish. They're they're into mm-hmm. what they're doing. They exactly. can give a shit about they're what's going on with world. you. They're in yeah. their own world. Everyone is selfish. You're self centered. Let everyone's the hero of their own story, right? I know very few people that are sidekicks in their own story, but <laughs> is it is it weird that in my story I'm still a damsel in distress? Is that weird? Yeah, you're the main character. You have to be rescued. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. These are invisible illnesses. And again, you look at me and you're like, oh, there's there's no issues. No, there's plenty of issues. You just can't see them. We have to be kind to everybody. Because also, it's not just, look, we, we suffer these things with our brains, right? Our brains have, have <laughs> they're not very nice to us sometimes. Mm-hmm. It affects us physically. It affects us mentally. Speaking of mental, sometimes it's not from a stroke or from a brain injury. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are just depressed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are stressed. Sometimes people are angry and upset and anxious. Being mean, being rude could be that extra little push that'll send somebody over the edge. Nobody wants yeah. that. Especially in 2020. This has been one of the craziest years any of us have been alive for. And we're lucky to be alive for. But I think there's been a lot of like this year has been a lot of upheaval and selfishness and righteousness. And I think regardless of what anyone believes, I think the best way that we can go forward instead of 2020, don't be a dick. It's like Mm -hmm. 2020 have compassion, have compassion for the stranger who cut you off while driving have. And that's hard for me guys. Cause I, I like to cut people out while I drive, but I work on, (laughs) you know, have, have compassion for the person who bumps into you at the store, compassion for the person who doesn't agree with you with regardless, doesn't mean you have to accept it or condone it, but you can have compassion that that's what they believe, you know, or compassion for someone who lives a different life than you. As put so articulately by my beautiful, tiny asking co-host, everybody is entitled to their wrong opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is very true. You are entitled to your wrong opinion. (laughs) So look, do you want to be the person to ruin somebody's day? Do you want to be the like the bane of somebody's existence? Or do you want to be the reason why somebody actually took a step forward in life? You know, do you want to be the sunshine in somebody's day. Do you want I, I would want to be that. Why do you want to be darkness and sadness? And like, why do you want to be that? Be, That's Batman. be hope. Let yeah. Batman do that. <laughs> Batman's got that. Robin Pattinson is going to take care of that. OK, the Pattinson oh. can be the emo. My chemical romance, Batman, y'all. <laughs> He, he, he can and hurry up and, and heal from COVID so we get back to filming. <laughs> exactly. I like that. We should be the leaders of compassion and hope for invisible illnesses. And oh, we are, Lauren, we are the soldiers of the pure. That's what we are. Soldiers no? of the what? The pure. We're pure uh, of heart. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to say pure of heart because I, I, okay. I've seen your feed. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have 
Hey, perverts, her eyes are up here. Yeah, it's okay. I'm trying to get sponsorship deals. <laughs> I take that back. Keep looking. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. We, just be kind. 2020, be kind. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Yeah, like just just do it, guys. It doesn't cost you anything. And if nothing else, if you especially if you view the world in, in the terms of transactions, and a lot of people do, just think about every time that you are compassionate or kind or just frankly not a dick. Just it's a plus in the karma bank. Whether you believe in karma or not, it is a plus in that bank and not a negative because you don't want to have karma be your bitch. Like you will be karma's bitch. Yes. Then we don't want to be anybody's bitch. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so look, and the nicer you are to people, if you're the the ray of sunshine, if you are hope to people, that hope then expands to other people. The people that they come in contact immediately following being in contact with you are now going to be better for it. That happiness, that joy is going to rub off on them. It's it, This is what we want to do, Lauren. We want to rub off on people. <laughs> uh, I was going to like nicely segue and to be like, and if all else fails, Think about the legacy and the kindness and the lovely things people have to say about someone like Chadwick Boseman, who literally helped change parts of people's thoughts. It helped give goals and inspire people. Like when you have a decision of, do you want to be a dick or do you want to be like the Black Panther, regardless of your background? Like, just like, it's like, what, you know, what would Jesus do? Like, if you got to, like, what would? Black Panther do like I don't know whatever floats your boat just always think about being a kind person it doesn't cost you anything at all you know and it takes less mental energy it takes more energy to like yes. think about these awful evil things it, it's yes. draining to be yes. that it's so draining and you know what's not draining what fills you full of air happiness it'll smooth out your skin it'll <laughs> help you lose weight it'll, it'll remove water the grays. it'll clear it'll- your acne <laughs> <laughs> you want COVID to be gone? Nope, nope. That's the way we're not peddling snake oil here. We are not doctors. <laughs> but be kind. Be kind. It feels good. It's like, you know, they say, oh, the the best gift is a gift you give, not the one that you receive. Mm-hmm. You do receive a gift. You, you get to see the yeah. happiness and joy that was brought to somebody else with a kind word, you know? Even mm-hmm. with, with masks on right now, everybody's wearing a mask. You should be if you're a kind, good person. Not Carrie Walsh, the volleyball player, the selfish idiot. You read that story. It is nuts. But people, like I, I'm at Costco, and if somebody has a cool mask, I'll say, hey, I like your mask. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying where before, I'd be like, oh, you have a really nice smile. Something like that. Just make somebody's day, right? Hey, I dig your mask. Or mm-hmm. like, hey, that's a cool t-shirt. Little things like that make people's day. You know, mm-hmm. you start a conversation. It's just being kind i don't Mm -hmm. you know what's really sad we actually have to tell people to be kind that bothers me well golden rule kindergarten guys do unto others if you as you would want done unto you so let's take that golden rule from kindergarten if you learned it if you remember and if you don't here you go here's your first education is you know basically saying be kind to others or treat others the way you would like to be treated yeah, you don't want to have people say awful things to you. Don't say awful things to people. You want mm-hmm. people to say kind things to you. Say kind things to people. It's mm-hmm. it's real simple. You know, I think us here at the Neuro Nerds, we put a lot of positive out there. And you know what? We we get covered in positivity in return. 
you know, and I love that. This is what I love about the community too. You know, we, we put ourselves out there. Lauren had, you know, her, her first snippet of humanity and not androidness <laughs> last episode. And it was I've so beautiful. Before. It was so beautiful, you know, and I, I've had my, oh my God, I can't even count the amount of time. I cried in this episode. Jeez, what's wrong with me? It's but okay. It, my damsel, it's okay. Damn right, because I I feel comfortable in doing so because I always have my superhero with me. You know, I it, you put it out there and it feels good because people out there understand. Oh wow, you know, we can all be vulnerable and then we can also all be here for one another. This this is what this world is. This is what this community is about. This is what this this world as a people. As I'm like on a soapbox now. Yep, go ahead, as take a, it away. <laughs> but the, the, this is what it's. This is what we made it back for in our community, right? We made it back to help one another, to help each other through this journey, through recovery, to be kind, to live life to its fullest, and to help one another along the way. In turn, I think the normies out there should be doing the exact same thing. Don't wait for something horrific and tragic to happen to you or somebody that you love. Start acting as if this is your second chance now, you know, the world's going to be a much better place. Make an impact. If you want to make a, make amazing movies like Chadwick Boseman, do so. You want to write that amazing book, do so. You want to take that that amazing class that's going to get you to do these, do these things because this is the life that we have right now and this is the life that we're living and we have to do exactly that. We have to live this life. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to one another. Things are going to work out. Things are going to be okay. Let, one thing, let's not wait. Let's not wait for tragedy to happen. I waited 39 years before I actually felt this way. Mm -hmm. You know, sucks, really sucks. Mm -hmm. But it all led me to this moment right here where I'm sitting across a computer with my beautiful, tiny ass kicking co-host. I'm kicking this knowledge to this, the most amazing community in the world. You know, a community of like-minded people, of extended family like I, I love this. I love this. And I think Lauren's right. We should all, what would BP do? What would the Black Panther do? What would T'Challa do? I also love that they're not going to recast him. I, I really, so far, I, I'm, I'm very happy. Curious to see. Anyways, I digress. It's very sad that Chadwick Boseman isn't here, but he left. He didn't just have an impact. He left a legacy with his movies and what he's done as a person. He's given hope to so many children, so many children of color, so many children, period, mm-hmm. around the world that they could be king. They could be the Black Panther. They could be a superhero, mm-hmm. you know, and he was such a kind person. I think we should all live our lives being that kind. And I think with the the time that we have here, which we don't know how much time that is, be kind to yourselves, be kind to one another, help each other. You know, we're in this together. We really are. And when I say we're in this together, neuro nerds, we're always here to help. We are. Legitimately. Legitimately. You know, and uh, uh, you can always reach out to me. You can reach out. You could try to reach out to Lauren, the most busy human being in the world. And if you reach out to Joe, y'all in those DMs, y'all be nice. Be kind and compassionate 2020 or else Lauren's going to come looking for you and we'll see what kind of compassion she get delivers. (laughs) I'll say this. I'll deliver compassionately. (laughs) <laughs> you have now been warned that's so ominous <laughs> you've been warned <laughs> so you can try to attempt to reach out to Laura Almanzano on Instagram you can reach out to me at Joso Rocks everywhere you can reach out to us the Neuro Nerds at everywhere mm-hmm. it's a weird noise I, I, went I up, know went that's, down. Called, that's called a vocal fry right there it, it, it was definitely fried <laughs> so, so look I think 
this was definitely an episode about kindness. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about invisible illness. You you don't know what people are going through. You have mm-hmm. no idea. So why not be kind? Be the sun in somebody's day. Don't be the COVID-19 in someone's day. That's actually <laughs> very good. We'll go with that. Right? That's, yeah. that's just what we're going to do. You know, a rest in power to Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. T'Challa, the true king. The one and only king. I don't want to say the one and only, but he was he was my king of Wakanda, you know. But now he's up in the 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 purple the area. ancestral plane. That's what it is. See, Laura, she knows everything. The ancestral plane with T'Chaka. And what do they say in their culture? Death is not an end. They also say Wakanda forever. They also say Ibombe. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Sorry. gosh! Was, I know, I know, it was bad. He had to. He had to. <laughs> so on that weird Joe had to do it no matter what note also <laughs> let's not forget Lauren's threat you have been warned <laughs> be compassionate guys 2020 be nice <laughs> that being said these neuro nerds are out, out. <laughs> that was so ominous good you have been warned. Yeah, people can be dicks. Warm. I don't want anyone being rude to you. They die. Neuro nerds. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.